Welcome back to the Ashholes, a live, unfiltered radio podcast all about cigars. And we are coming to you live from the Sereno Royale Cigar Studios, high atop the famous Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And we are back. I am not on camera. <laughs> I am not on camera. I'm your host, Derek Stewart. Along with me are my two hosts, Dan and Oliver. Pastor Padron and Lemieux. Lemieux. That is not going to stick. No, it's not. It's just hard no. for people to say. Yeah, I know. As funny as it is, it's just everyone has a hard time because there's an accent to it. Lemieux. Right. Lemieux. 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 I can't Hi. say it without sounding ridiculous. Right, exactly. So I don't know who's, who's getting made fun of, me or the person trying to say it. I don't know. I think it's a combination of the two because I cannot say it. I always huh? say Lemieux. I, I love it. I would love to find a way to make fun of myself with a name. Yeah, it's. But I don't. I well, just. I'm trying to help you. That, did, that didn't make sense it. either. That no, just, that, no, the first it didn't. Thing. Plus, yeah, you, I, I was thinking Indiana Jones, short stack. For some reason, that popped in my head. Lumiere, f- yeah, funny because it's French. But I mean, there's so many other French words that we could even baguette. We could call you baguette croissant. It was even that's hard to say. Bleu, bleu. <laughs> <laughs> fromage, Chocolate fromage, mousse. <laughs> fromage. Top, was that, uh, we'll fromage. top secret, top secret. There was a guy in there who smoked cigars, but he was uh, he was uh, his name was uh, Chocolate Moose. Chocolate Moose. Yeah. Uh, no, that doesn't work. No, no, no. Well, well Derek's wearing his cloak of invisibility. Yeah, yeah. I have to. Uh, I have to be off camera today because uh, the Ashholes Studio disappeared. And now it is atop the Cigar Authority stage. So oh, that's, uh, that's, that's the we're, deal. We're doing some transitions. Yeah. yeah. We're moving things around, mm-hmm. kind of yeah. like Tetris. Yeah. So I, I, was, I was really good at Tetris, but not like this. No. I don't do well with change. No. No. But no. No. No, that's no. okay, though. You know, I, don't, I don't mind change. Change is sometimes good, but it makes me nervous. And I just get uneasy about it sometimes. Like I called you earlier. And I asked about this. I said, are we, are we doing this from the stage or are we doing this from the floor? And you said the stage. And I went, oh, God. Right. I immediately <laughs> got nervous. Yeah. And then I was worried about this awesome banner that we have from Sereno Cigars and what yep. we were going to do with that. And but what was the answer you got? That you had it figured out. Taking care of. Taking That's care right. of. I was so happy and relieved to hear that, that now I'm okay with this change. And that's totally fine. See, but uh, sometimes it's just not to worry. Yeah. Some, some people worry yep. ahead, of the, ahead of the moment that you're actually supposed to start worrying. I always say it's not time to worry yet. You got yep. to wait. Let it, let it kind of you know, get to that point and then figure out what to do. Yep. But no reason to stress when you don't have to. Yeah, no, exactly. There's, there's only two things that make me genuinely nervous in life, and that's change that I can't control yeah. and flying. I cannot... For the life of me, get on a plane without freaking out, oh, wow. and it makes me terrified. I'll be sitting in the why? Uh, don't because even you think ta- it's going to go down. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I don't, I don't trust it. I still don't. Humans were not meant to fly. Humans if we were meant to fly, fly, we'd have wings. Mm-hmm. And I don't have well, a pair do of you wings. Drive? I drive, but I'm in control of that vehicle. Well, you not think all the you time. Are. Oh, I am. But you're not, not in control, in control of, of the other vehicle. No, and that's nope. uh, that's why I uh, am hyper attentive to what other people are doing while simultaneously focusing on what I'm doing. Oh. But yeah, when it comes to flying, I just, yeah. oh man, I can't do it. It's tough. I can do it, but oh man, you, know you got like to drag me through You know, that. there's only two things in the world that don't change: God and change. <sighs> Oh, damn. So it sucks to be you, man, if you don't like change. I thought it was death. <laughs> I thought that was death and taxes. Well, you know. It could you be. You could say that, too. Death and taxes. Oh, those are unavoidable. Those are unavoidable yes. things. Yeah, taxes change all the time. Well, <laughs> they yeah. get higher and higher and yes. higher. Well, I'm hoping they go lower and lower and lower, uh, especially when it comes to cigars. And speaking of cigars, we are a cigar show, believe yes. it or not. Yes, we are. And I am done talking about flying not, and other not, fears. Not according to uh, our viewers. Yeah. Well, not all of them. Not all of them. Yeah. You don't we, know what you're talking have, about. Yeah, we have some mail to go Fact through. Check. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> well, i tell you who does love us, Michelle and Eric. What's up, guys? That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Welcome welcome to the show, guys. And uh, so we are smoking a cigar today. And yeah. uh, this is, this is kind of like right up my alley. I still haven't lit up. i got to do that. Uh, but Oliver, yeah, what? Need to do that. What on earth is so this? So it's exciting because, um, well, we're smoking the – let's start out by this. We're smoking the Asylum 13. 
Now, this yes. is the fourth blend out of the Asylum Factory. Mm-hmm. Uh, we today are smoking the Asylum 13, the Ogre. The Ogre. Right. So by the Ogre, they picked that name, I think, because it adds a little bit of candel, a little bit of green um, EMS wrapper on there. It, it twists it in a barber pole. Mm-hmm. Um, but a beautiful candela uh, wrapper mm-hmm. with a little bit of Nicaraguan uh, Habano Maduro. Uh, and this is all wrapped around Nicaraguan filler and binder. And right, the, right. the Asylum 13 line is a puro Nicaraguan. Right. Um, right. Just a powerhouse blend. Yeah. This one softens it a little bit, mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah, so we'll get in the cigar. Great stick. So we're smoking the, the Barber Pole, the Ogre um, 7 by 38 uh, Price range on this, 6 to $8. It's rolled out of Honduras, mm-hmm. uh, and the project was, was put together originally by Tom uh, Lazuka mm-hmm. and uh, Kevin Baxter. They teamed up with Christian Arroyo of, um, well, originally Camacho and now Clay Cigars, mm-hmm. and... Um, it's it's a it's a great uh, it's a great blend a great change from the Asylum Thirteen by yeah. adding that candela yeah, yeah. Uh, because I, I tell you and a different size yes because, yes because this is so asylum, unusual for Asylum yeah, yeah. Not, it almost doesn't make any sense oh, they either make really thick ones lock or really jaw. thin ones lockjaw on yeah. on their other size you're talking yeah. about oh, what six by eighty eight by eighty eight by they do an eight by eighty the eight by eighty is the they do a six one. by sixty seven yep. by seventy yep and they do eight. a seventy by seventy ogre as well yes yep. which is what our audience is currently smoking right now right right so we're gonna have we're gonna have to talk to them after the show because I think we're gonna have two complete different experiences yeah. with this we do have aspirin <clears throat> available if you have lock jar yep. things like that yeah just in case mm-hmm. now i did out of curiosity uh one day one uh smoke one of the asylum uh six by 80s yeah and i damn near had to unhinge my jaw to smoke that cigar <laughs> I, it, it was just far too big for my tastes mm-hmm. as you guys know i'm a small ring gauge guy yeah. that was just the most uncomfortable small, thing slow but smoker. i mean i see people Every day, right. grabbing handfuls of them, yeah, and they love well, them. Yep. By handfuls, it's really only two. Stars. Yeah, two, <laughs> two. Well, you, you grab <laughs> right. two or three of those, and yeah, I know, he's got big I've, hands. I've, I've seen people grab, you know, three at a time, and then go sit in the lounge, and that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Six right. hours, they're, they're set. Yeah, they're well, unbelievable. And there, there's a value that that the Asylum should just be the best value cigar. Period. Absolutely, because construction's great. The blends are are, are great depending on your palate. It just might not be the size you're looking for, but as far as value, I mean, you're talking right. what eight dollars for that yeah. much tobacco? Right. Eight, nine, ten bucks, all right. right in that range. They do yeah. do a six by sixty, which yep. is really, really good. Right. I, those original Asylum Thirteens, I smoked. Uh, there must have been a year or so, and that was my go-to stick. Yeah, the six by sixty, really great blend. It it it, it has a lot of flavor. I mean, yeah, just, that's that is. So when we talk about full body, that's a to me, it was a full bodied cigar. But it just not necessarily all that spice and overpowering. Mm-hmm. But as you're getting into it, that's just a lot of tobacco to smoke. So you're you're spinning. Yeah, and you're sitting there for a while, yeah. a oh, yeah. long time. And I mean, I was I was very surprised by the flavor that cigar put out because right. when you think big ring gauge, you think of a muddled, yeah. uh, muted yeah. type of flavor, but. It just wasn't the case with Asylum, and I think they really understand what they're doing when they're working, mm-hmm. blending these tobaccos for a cigar of that size, and they do it right. And I was yeah. super happy with the flavor. Not so much the ring gauge. I felt very uncomfortable. People were staring at me and everything. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know. It's very unnatural to put oh. an 80-ring gauge cigar. Yeah. It, that, so for me, that's not a cigar that I can sit there and, and work with. Sometimes you'll have the cigar in your mouth, and you're doing something else. I have a hard time doing that with that. You can't. Yeah. You can't. Yes. Well, no way. Even just some holding people, it in your hand. Can, yeah. Even just holding it in your hand, you're just yeah. like you just got to fist it. You yeah. know, you can't. Oh goodness! <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> 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 oh man, yeah. But we are smoking the uh, Ogre Land mm-hmm. Sour right now. So mm-hmm. what? What are we thinking so far? Yeah, right off thirteen the bat? Ogre. Asylum. I want to know what made them think from going, before we get into that, what made them think from going, from really focusing on bigger ring gauge cigars to a Lancero? That's a good question. That's a very good question. I would say because it's just not even thought of. Like you're thinking yeah. Asylum, yeah. you're thinking yeah. big ring gauge, so now they just want to blow you away to let you know that. Because a Lancero is hard to roll. It is, yeah. Um, One of the hardest. It's, just, it's, it's not an easy, easy roll and blend. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
so that it burns properly, it smokes properly. So I, I think they just wanted to go to the complete Other extreme. Other end of the spectrum. As yeah. opposed to a cigarillo. Which know. is kind of what Asylum <laughs> does, yeah. Right, right yeah. Um, but so first off the bat for the Asylum, uh, 13 Ogre. Uh, I'm getting a lot of, right off the bat, that, that first light was a lot of, a lot of pepper. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the, the classic Nicaraguan. I'm getting a lot of spice uh, right away. But I had a little, little bit of, of coal um, mm. and, and a hint of like a black licorice. Which uh, which I enjoyed. I don't I don't see black licorice in this, but absolutely that black pepper right off the first light. Mm-hmm. Uh, rather smooth mouthfeel, a little bit of sweetness from this candela wrapper. Yeah, uh, that's kind of that's kind of the main thing that I'm picking up is a nice smooth kind of. Uh, kind of syrupy like yeah. sweetness, even though it's mm-hmm. obviously natural. This right. isn't a flavored cigar right, or anything. Right. Just nice mellow. Medium bodied right, right now mm-hmm. because it's soft, that candela softens the, the yeah, Asylum Thirteen. It does. Yep. Um, but I'm getting. Uh, I'm also getting some. Uh, it reminds me of the fall. Like the leaves have just fallen. They're crisp. Maybe somebody's burning some leaves in the backyard. Um, it gives a nice, nice richness. But it's it's a thick, it's a thick smoke. Yeah, coal is interesting. That you and you, you know, it's not like you know. Again, when we use these terms, it's not like we go home and lick coal or things like that. Like, I've you know, done it. That doesn't surprise me. But <laughs> uh, you know, that's it, it. Really, kind of fits. It's that kind of. It's it's a almost earthy. Isn't distinct enough of a thing. No. Coal actually, it reminds me of that. Like you know, if you're around a pile of coal, that's, that's which we all are. We, okay. No, but I know <laughs> technically, if you want to say that, yeah. You want to say we're all carbon. Um, Who was it, yeah, Moby? No, it, it, it fits, but, it, you know, it's, it's all, you know, it, I, the pepper, the earth. Um, I think on the back end, I don't know, uh, again, leaves, when I say black yeah. licorice, there are different strengths in the black. There's just different licorice, but there mm-hmm. was like a little bit of sweetness, which is the more the candela, and a little bit of spice. That made me taste a little bit of, of black licorice. I, I, I understand you. Um, <laughs> I, you can, in a, in I don't way. agree with you, you but I understand you. Complete you. me. Lemieux. <laughs> Lemieux. Mm. But, uh, Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady. Yeah, we'll get to that. Speaking uh-huh. of uh, the Lancero, I just want to touch upon. You had yes. said that this is a very tough size to roll and yep. a tough size to blend in. Uh, blending-wise, mostly because you were using so few leaves, and uh, the the first time that you make a slight mistake, it's very noticeable. Mm-hmm. Not the case with a bigger ring-gauge cigar. Now, when it comes to construction, these, as you said, allegedly. No, you really did <laughs> yeah. say this. That they are <laughs> tough to roll. Yeah. They, and, and I am getting a wonderful draw out of this. Yeah. yeah. And I'm Great very draw. surprised. Yeah. I wasn't – and now – I. Want to say these retailed for around seven to nine dollars when they were out on the shelves. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently out of stock. I'm hoping they come back, but for for that price for a quality Lancero like mm-hmm. this to have a draw the way it's drawing mm-hmm. is great. It's a fantastic draw. And the burn is great too. The burn yeah, line yeah. is nice. It's straight. It's thin. Um, and the ash is really yeah. The ash is good. The ash looks great. Overall construction and again when they're so a barber pole. When we when we say that it's the two leaves wrapped wrapped it together, yeah. that's also very difficult, right? Because if you have one that that breaks or or doesn't overlap properly, or there's a little gap, you can have some air going in that mm-hmm. affects the the draw, the smoke, right. um, the flavor profile. But I, I think they did a great job on the construction. Yep, um, it's a little. The, uh, the construction is great, but the leaf itself is is a little um, rough. Texture-wise, you know, yeah. Texture-wise, when you're feeling it, a little veiny, a um, little little more aggressive. But I mean, that's just that's just the eye. I, I don't I don't when we say that or other people are talking about cigars and they're talking about the construction and it's seamless. It's that's that's the aesthetics. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like. This one, even though it's a little rougher uh, around the edges, still a beautiful. Yeah, beautiful cigar. It's yeah. good. It's great to look at too. Yeah, and they, I, they and stand out in the box. You know, that's that's one thing that I really like in some cigars is is a actual texture to the leaf. Uh, one brand that stands out to me is Tatuai. Yeah, and uh, specifically their TAA series. Mm-hmm. Very very toothy wrappers toothy. on yep. that. And yep. you know, I'll sit there and I'll be smoking and I'll just I'll stroke it. 
<laughs> Stroke that rapper. We stroke Just because it. it feels so good. See, why, don't you, why don't you hand Derek one of those uh, 7x60s there? Yeah, I'm good. You know, I'll take <laughs> it home. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with you now. I was at first. Like, you want me to reach over and grab one? Um, I think yeah, it just adds a, a little yeah. more uh, of a... Right, because now the feel's there. Yeah, yeah. So you get the taste, you get <laughs> the, the aroma, the and a physical texture, which, mm-hmm. is, which is nice. Mm. Right. No, absolutely. But I'm, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm digging this. And I'm uh, a quarter way through. I'm still getting the, uh, mm. that body. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's it, I, I feel it going through, coursing through the veins. It's it, that Nicaraguan's full. Mm-hmm. And that's, I, I give this a medium. I don't want to say full. I say full, yeah. but it's, it, right now it's medium. I, it I, might, it might it's a very there. full flavored thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, body wise, it's it, medium, I think. Yeah, that ring gauge, I mean, you really get to taste yeah. the candela leaf on this, even though there is uh, even amounts of candela and the other wrapper on here. You can tell that that candela has an influence on the overall right. flavor of the cigar. Right. And the interesting thing was, I don't know if you guys picked up on it, but at right. the very uh, end, at the foot of the cigar, uh, there was about a quarter of an inch, very, very small piece uh, of just candela that wrapped the, the end top, of it. Yeah. And that, when you lit, that is what you got. You got that initial pepper from the filler mm-hmm. and a sweetness from that initial yeah, burst of candela. Really interesting. And we didn't mention before cutting it, it did have a pigtail. Yeah, it does a, very, a pigtail yeah. top. A very tight pigtail. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Derek, what else did you smoke this week? So this week, well, I had a, I had a whole bunch of stuff. I've been uh, working on the reviews for Cigar Journal, so I've had a lot of stuff that I don't Unnamed even know. Stuff. Yep. yep, not, yep. not even numbered. named. Uh, but I did wind up smoking a cigar that I haven't had in a long time. And that was the Julius Caesar mm. by Diamond Crown, which is a mm. great, great little cigar. I had the Robusto size. It's a nice medium-bodied smoke that yep. offers up flavors of uh, white pepper, a yeah. uh, little bit of leather. And I get kind of this uh, almost salty caramel-like yeah. sweetness mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. on the finish. Uh, a great blend coming from the Dominican Republic uh, from J.C. Newman. And those guys, they do a great job on their cigars. Uh, price range probably you're looking at between eleven ninety nine yep. all the way up to eighteen ninety nine. And uh, they just have a very wide range of products that yeah. uh, that I enjoy. I love the Julius Caesar. It's a great great cigar. I prefer the Maximus myself, mm-hmm. but I figured I'd try the uh, the Julius Caesar out once more because it, it had been a while. Yeah. Yeah, still fantastic, and their boxes mm. are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I have Gorgeous one at home. Boxes. You <laughs> open it up; it's leather on the outside. Well, first it's in a box, yep. and then you open it up, and it's a box inside of uh, a, a, a like a, a a cloth bag. Mm-hmm. You take that box out of the cloth bag, yeah. and it's a leather box yeah. with a leather clasp. You open it up, and it is all velvety purple. On yeah. the inside, looks yeah. like royalty. Yeah, and then you it's, have the bands that are very detailed. The packaging is outrageous. It's awesome. It's making me excited. Mm. Good. Now, do you think that adds the whole packaging, that whole experience? Because you're talking the way you're talking yeah. about, it, you're getting very excited. Oh, yeah. Does that yeah. add to your experience? Do you think that changed or influenced? Absolutely. Yeah. And I to, knew it. I know what it's doing to me. Yeah. I, I know. <laughs> you, you know, you I know what it's doing to I, me. I know mm. it is totally distorting my thoughts on the, the cigar itself. Yeah. And that's it just because I know. I know marketing and yeah. advertising, yeah. and that's just how it works. But I love it because they did it so well yeah. that I know and I don't care. Because it is a good cigar. There's right. actually six layers of things you have to get into to open that box. Yeah, no, there's yeah. there's a lot. So. And so then, so that brings me to you're looking at Asylum. Mm-hmm. Yep. Their packaging, very simple. Yep. The right? opposite, really, <laughs> almost the the opposite of that. But you know, obviously, so that doesn't influence the cigar, but the cigar holds up to mm-hmm. what you're hoping for. Yep. And and again, that's what I mean by you know value. I mean the ring gauge, the, the amount of tobacco, and then you you look at the right. box. It's a uh, right. A great price point, great value. Yeah, I mean, you look at this this box of seventy seventy. How many how many cigars are in that box? 70, 30, 30, 30. 30. 30 70 ring gauge cigars, seven inches long in one box. That is a giant box. It's huge. Box. Those things when they come in, they are they are very difficult to find space. Yeah. In the humid yeah. for because yeah. you need like yeah. two rows of shelving to <laughs> right. get like five boxes in. But they stack well. Look, they're like oh, bricks. They're, like yeah. cinder blocks. They're like, like cinder Legos. Blocks. Like half a cinder block. Right. 
Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. And this one, the 5 by 50 that's a box of 50 mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I am such a huge fan of the 50 cab. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week we got in uh, Papa Fritas from Drew Estate, part mm-hmm. of the Unico series. Mm-hmm. And basically what it is, it's a, it's a little cigar mm-hmm. that's about a 4 by 44 and it uses the trimmings of their Liga Pravada lines, whether it be Liga Pravada number 9 or mm-hmm. the T52, Whatever's left over from the cigars that they're rolling, they take those trimmings, chop them up a little more, so it's a short to medium filled cigar. Mm-hmm. And this was the first time I saw them in fifty cab boxes, mm. which was super cool. Um, Tatuai had one too, and they still do. It's the mm-hmm. Petit Casadores. Oh yeah, with yeah. Roll, yeah. wrapped with the beautiful. That's looking. a great stick. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I wish I could find more of them. <laughs> I'm I'm having palpitations over here because I'm just oh. I love that. Well, love that. Relax, breathe, you know. I I kind of <sighs> did a, a similar thing this this week. It went back to a cigar I hadn't had in a, in a long time and that was um Atabay. Ooh. I had uh-huh. not I had not had I, I'm I lo- I love Byron's. The the Poemas is just out of this world awesome. And I've been smoking those when I go over to that line. And I realized the other day I had not had an Atabay in probably five years. Really? Uh, what? Yeah. And um, so I, I picked up I picked up one of the uh, Divinos, and uh, it was awesome. And it, it was it was better than I remembered it. It was really the, the, it's, it's an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper. It's right. an undisclosed uh, binder and filler, uh, but it was just. Well wrapped, <laughs> minimal veins, no seams. It lit right up, kind of a dark gray and white ash. Yep. <coughs> Mild cigar, but I'm picking up, um, which is probably why I didn't go back because I'm more of a full body guy. But white pepper, cream, nuts, some cedar, white pepper on the retro. Um, it was fantastic. I stuck the end of that in my pipe. I smoked it till there was nothing but ash. Yeah, that's it's a, awesome. It's, it's a deceiving because you say mild, and a lot mm-hmm. of people say mild because that goes back to what the the industry has become, which is full upfront flavor. Right. But that atabate to me is more. I put it more medium, very smooth on the draw, but so mm-hmm. complex. I mean, and, and it cha- it changes. Throughout, yeah, that's, what I, that's what I love about that cigar. It does. So toasty, uh, espresso. Like the retro, to me, is a creamy espresso mm-hmm. note that mm-hmm. I absolutely mm-hmm. love. It was fantastic. Yeah. Really no, glad hard, I went back and tried yeah. it. Hard, hard to compete yeah. on that one. What about you? I absolutely love it. Um, so I went with a, uh, an LFD uh, Reserva Especial. Nice. Nice. Great. So it was originally introduced <clears throat> in, in the early 90s, mid-90s, when, uh, when Lido was starting. Um, he reintroduced it with three new sizes, but back in back when he when it was originally launched, he launched a Bellicoso size, <laughs> yeah. and that's the one. Oh, that's you the did I, the Bellicoso, I, 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 which isn't a Bellicoso. It's not right. No. Right. Just... I saw the box. I was like <laughs> Bellicoso. I'll grab a Bellicoso. It's not a Bellicoso. No. Yeah, like a Bellicoso What's is a funny that? a funny shape. What's up with that? So from what what I read um, with uh, uh, John Canny, who was the uh, VP of Sales for them, mm-hmm. he was saying that Lito, when he originally launched it. It didn't, I don't want to say confuse or, or maybe didn't understand the Bellicosa, just liked the name. So mm-hmm. he called it a Bellicosa, didn't realize that that oh. was actually the size of <laughs> <Yeah>. it. So <laughs> yeah. that, was, that was interesting. I heard the same thing from him. Very, yeah. very funny how that wound up working because I remember when those first came in and uh, it was before I saw Barry's review on it, mm-hmm. uh, which was called, I believe, When a Bellicosa Was Not a Bellicoso. Yeah, yeah. And I'm looking at the box. And I'm like, oh, cool, bellicosos. I like bellicosos. Right. So I slice the thing <laughs> open, and I'm like, whoa. I'm like, someone at the factory is getting fired. That's yeah. Bellicoso. <laughs> That's what I thought the first time I opened that, too. <laughs> yeah, it was surprising. I mean, great, great cigar, though. Yeah. But, yeah, no, great, great smoke. Deceiving, mm-hmm. because you're, you're looking at it, but it has a lot of body. Medium, medium to full. Right. Um, but very smooth, creamy. Um, little little nutty, uh, little, little caramel toasted, uh, you know, like a like a burnt sugar. Loved it. Really excellent, liked it. excellent. Yeah. So that was yeah, that was my cigar. But uh, awesome. there were quite a few more. So yeah. <laughs> let's get into let's get into the uh, Instagram pick of the week. Pick of the week. Pick of the week. Let's not do that again. Uh, so <laughs> this guy, you need to check. He used, he used the hashtag, the assholes. the assholes, so we invite you to do the same thing, but this guy is at Geek Coefficient. 
And there's nothing tricky about that. No underscores, no numbers mm-hmm. for letters, nothing. Geek coefficient, just some classy shots. Yep. I love the way these guys out there, guys and girls, are using mm-hmm. um, just the, the lens. I mean, a lot of them are just using it from their, their phone, which, which we all do. But then they, then they either touch it up or they're using different focuses. I love yeah. the way he was doing it. He's yep. putting it on top of drinks. But mm-hmm. uh, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely got to check out mm. uh, just some, some great shots. So, um, yeah, definitely, we'll definitely post, check we'll them out. We'll post that up on the yeah. site after. Yeah, we'll post it up. Yep. And, uh, but before we go, um, I love, uh, I'm getting some new stuff on this. Yep. New flavors. Yep. Yeah. I'm going, I went from the fall originally. I'm going to, I'm going to Christmas time because I'm getting some toasted chestnuts. Toasted oh. chestnuts. I, I can, I, I am picking up on a nutty element and I yep. couldn't narrow it down to mm. chestnuts, but now that you say it, it is chestnut reminding fits. me of that. Chestnut Got it. Fits. Nailed it. Yep. Yep. Dan. Mm. I'm Fine. picking up the same thing. Same thing? Same thing. Anything else? I'm still loving that pepper. I'm still loving, you know, you got that uh, uh, funny kind of cold taste that goes along with it, it, which, again, you know, that whole fits with the whole roasted chestnut thing, yeah. you know. And um, uh, that sweet feeling on the tongue. It's got, yeah. I've got the sweet, tingly feeling. That's the excitement. So I, I might be a little further because my pepperiness has kind of gone. It, it lingers. Like the the long finish mm-hmm. is more of a. I'm getting a more of a white pepper um, finish yeah. on it. Yeah. But I'm not getting it on the on the draw. The draw is just smooth, cool. The draw is fantastic yeah. on this it's thing, awesome. and the burn is still amazing. Yeah, I haven't had to. Uh, I haven't had to fiddle with this thing once. It's, have uh, you Have you lit it yet? Uh, yes, I Let's have. Where I at. still have oh. a long way to go. <laughs> oh my. Oliver's halfway through. Derek, you'll be finished sometime next week. I know. I just had the ash fall over my lap, too. (laughs) So that Uh, means we're going to go ahead and go to a break. He's ashed himself. We're going to a break. (laughs) But anyway, guys, you have been listening to the Ash Holes live, unfiltered radio podcast all about cigars Mm -hmm. at the Sereno Royale Cigar Studios. And don't forget, when we come back, we have some hate mail to read. Yes. And a little bit of love mail will touch upon the Ash Hole of the Week. And we will be right back, and we'll catch you in love, a few. Love the haters. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. The Sereno Royale Maduro XX, named number one cigar of 2016 by the Ashholes Radio Podcast, is a creation of elegance and sophistication. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, the Sereno Royale Maduro XX comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez. Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Serino. To create this masterpiece, a blend of filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a dark and luxurious Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper grown from the famed Habano 2000 seed to bring you an endlessly complex and full-bodied experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allow the blend to marry, creating unmistakable notes of rich cocoa, leather, and coffee that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating the next draw. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available at TwoGuysCigars.com. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected, one I never saw before, something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift, a gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple fermented five-year aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? 
I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's Lagiana Havana. Oh yeah. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head to head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action, adventure, and bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. And we are back, coming to you live from the Sereno Royale Cigar Studios in Salem, New Hampshire, at the famous Two Guys Smoke Shop, hanging out here smoking the Asylum 13 Ogre Lancero, a nice, very nice little cigar from the guys who are known for making the big boys. Mm-hmm. And we're back. Who you can find at Asylum Cigars on Instagram. Yes, you can. Let's, let's mention them as well. Yeah, we have to give them a plug. But yeah, smoking the Asylum 13 Ogre 7x38. Mm-hmm. So far cry from the regular Asylum Very 13. Very far cry. Yep. But this is true Lancero oh, fashion, true Lancero size. Yeah. yeah, I'm digging it. How many I'm come in the box? Do you know? Of the Lanceros? Uh, yeah, what, like 400? Why don't we get a <laughs> box that's a size? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it would be. <laughs> I think when it oh, came yeah, out, man. I think it was... Uh, ooh. I think it was a 30-count box. 30-count box? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It was a, it was a wide, flat yeah. box. Right. So, yeah, cool packaging. Very I like cool. it. It was I just like one it. layer? Yeah, just, <laughs> just, just one, one layer, <laughs> one giant layer. No, it was like two or three. Ten, yeah, ogre. I think it was three. But, uh, yeah, anyway, so we're back. We're smoking mm-hmm. a Silent 13 Lancero, the ogre. And uh, we have an asshole of the week to talk yes. about. Who's the we asshole do. of the week? An exciting gentleman out of Cincinnati, out of Cleveland. Um, figures. So, long rap sheet. Yeah. Could go through everything that he has done wrong. Oh. We can talk about him because yeah. he ended up using an airsoft gun, so I'm not, okay. I don't feel threatened mm-hmm. uh, talking about him. But yeah. this young gentleman at the yeah. ripe old age of 18 years old uh, decided to make one of many bad decisions. But D. Wayne uh, was going on a car stealing spree. Yeah. Um, so he was holding people up at, at uh, gunpoint. This was early, well, mid, mid-February. Okay. So not only was he stealing cars and, and carjacking people uh, at gunpoint, he was arrested, um, and he posted, after posting a $10,000 bail bond. Wow. Right? He then proceeded to grab an accomplice, a very mature 15-year-old, and proceeded to carjack another car. 
He carjacked a 40-year-old lady. A 40-year-old lady? 40-year-old lady. 40-year-old took, lady. Took the car, took, kept the purse, threw her shoes out of the car. She was asking, can I keep my purse and, and my shoes, threatening her, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill you. Threw the shoes out of the car, but kept the purse. <laughs> then he stole a Mustang keep from, a 20, yeah, from a 23-year-old. Keep decided to, to steal a Ford Mustang. But at that point, this is, where, this is where he just became the ash. I mean, he was already the asshole by doing it. But he became a bigger asshole because he was actually asking the 23-year-old that he stole the car from, how do I drive stick? Oh. He could not get it in gear. Oh. Man, let me tell like, you. That's, that's a millennial. <laughs> let me tell that's you. That's what's that's wrong. Yeah, 18-year-old, so that means he was born when? 1999? Uh, 2004, maybe? Two, yeah, something no. like that. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who cares about the math? Can anyone add? But, it's all new math. <sighs> I, I, drive, I drive stick, and I think that every single person in this country mm-hmm. should learn how to drive a vehicle with a stick shift yep. because it puts you more in tune with the car that you're driving yep. and it keeps your focus on the freaking road. And it may stop you from getting arrested yeah. if you carjack. Yeah. yeah, it makes for a great theft deterrent. Right. And, you know, I've been driving stick for a very long time. Mm-hmm. It's second nature to me. I don't even think about it. So if I wanted to steal someone's car and they had a stick shift, I'd have no problem with yep. that. No. But here. this dumbass had no clue. Seems yep. like a very sheltered child yeah. to me. You Absolutely. can't find a whole lot of stick shift cars anymore. I know, and I have a very difficult time finding stick shift vehicles. Mm-hmm. I prefer um, a standard. I do too. Mm-hmm. And you have to. uh, my my first standard vehicle was a 2007 Jeep Wrangler. Yeah, and I learned Jesus. I learned how to drive stick on that car mm-hmm. after I bought it. Mm-hmm. Took it for a test drive. I stalled it three times, yeah. <laughs> and I bought it because I was determined to learn how to drive it. It took right. me two days to get the hang of it, about a week to feel comfortable. Right. Uh, the day I actually drove it home, I was sitting at a, at a light on a hill, and I started freaking out because there was a big truck like yeah, right little, up my little, ass little behind tricky. me. Yep. Mm-hmm. I rolled into the back of him. Oh, well, I rolled oh, into the yeah. front of him. And uh, second car, same Jeep Wrangler manual. My third was Jeep Wrangler manual. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. I, I managed to find a Jeep Patriot with a manual transmission too that wow. I drove for work at my old job, right. and that right. that was nice. Yeah, my They're first. actually more expensive now. Are, Are they going on? No. Automatic? Yeah. That's oh no, it's more expensive to go automatic. I don't think. Yeah, because yeah, because it's because it's it, they don't want they don't make them anymore. Well, maybe because I'm thinking well. It, automatic transmissions in Jeep are optional, mm-hmm. which is it, same cool. with the air conditioning That's in Jeeps. Cool. That's optional, too. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, for Wranglers, I know this just because of personal experience. An automatic transmission mm-hmm. is $1,900 more expensive nope. than a pass. manual. Yeah, I would pass. Yeah. Yeah, I would. So I my, love My stick. first car was a Pontiac T1000 mm-hmm. that oh. I learned how to drive stick on. Wow. And then everything after that was a stick. I had a, G- I had a Jeep Wrangler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stick, stick shift, everything after that, yeah. stick. And then now yeah. I'm in automatic, and I, I kind of miss it. I learned stick on a Volvo station wagon. I, I actually think you don't pay attention as much when you have an automatic. You don't. Because when no. you have stick, you're, you're constantly You're constantly you're having to move. Yep. Right? You, you, have yep. to, you have to concentrate. When Ex- you have an automatic, it just, it just goes. Mm. And you should absolutely learn how to drive a stick because if there's ever an emergency, yep. forget the carjacking, yep. but if there's an emergency, somebody, uh, whatever, a relative that's driving you or a friend driving you, something happens to them, you need to drive the car. Right. You need to know. You need to know. You need to yeah. know. Absolutely. So absolutely. You should learn. Even if you don't have one at your house, you should still learn how to drive a stick. I um, need to teach my girlfriend how to drive stick. Um, I tried once. How long have you been with her now? Nine years. And you still haven't taught her? Nope. You're not I don't think you well, should I teach her. Well, I did once. That gives I, you security by her not knowing. Yes. Because now <laughs> well, she no, can't she go wouldn't. She wouldn't drive my Jeep because she's too nervous. Um, she had a bad experience driving her dad's Jeep, which mm-hmm. is also a stick shift. She mm-hmm. she stalled out in the middle of an intersection, oh. which was mm-hmm. uh, that a can bad be scary. news bears. That can be scary for you. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I mean, I love it and I really don't think that I could go back to Mm. driving an automatic. I, I, (laughs) at this point in particular, at this Mm. point in time, I have been driving stick for about three years. I got a job at that beer distributor. They gave me a van, Mm -hmm. which was an automatic. Mm -hmm. My very first day I pull out of the parking lot with that van and I'm coming up to a red light and I'm going probably 20 miles an hour. 
my brain just said, you need to step on the clutch because you're coming to a stop. Mm-hmm. I, dumped, I dumped the brake. <laughs> I dumped the brake. Guy behind me almost rear-end me. I hit my forehead off the steering wheel, oh. scared the hell out of myself. And I was like, yeah, brake's not a clutch. This is an automatic anyway. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, move on. Moving Let's on. talk about mail. 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 Good mail, hate mail, love mail. Makes me want to wag my tail. Mail. Oh, that was That was a bad. Blue's Clues reference. That's pretty good. Write that down. <laughs> so we do have a... Let me, let me break out my handy-dandy notebook. Or oh. notepad. Hey, hey, hey. You know, he, uh, you know he makes metal music now? Steve? Really? <laughs> yeah, Steve from Blue Clues. That's too he's, funny. He's a metal dude now. But anyway, we, we do have a message that was submitted uh, uh, to us through the Contact Us page of theashholes.net. And uh, this is uh, from a friend called Steve S. And he writes, he said, I loved your last episode. Uh, one question that's really been bugging me is when you talked about plain banded cigars and boxes of cigars uh, that have no details or artwork on them. What's going to happen to online sales of cigars? Will we see plain wrapped cigars in the catalogs, or will there be any catalogs to speak of? Uh, I frequently buy cigars online, and since plain wrapped cigars don't look too appealing to me in a catalog, I feel like this is going to hurt that business. What do you guys think? You can touch on that. First and foremost, be sure to support your local brick yep. and mortar. Yeah, that was That's the first the thing I was yeah. going to say. First, first and foremost, yeah. because... Everyone complains about, oh, there's no mom-and-pop shops, there's no mm-hmm. small business, blah, 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 blah. And that's why. Oh, let me now go online and purchase everything. Yeah. Right. And that's right. why. Right. It's, it's, destroying, it's destroying family-owned businesses, and um, it's, it's not a good thing. I fully support brick-and-mortar stores. Absolutely. Whenever I can, I will walk Absolutely. into a storefront and purchase what I need. And if I can't find it, my last resort is to go online right. if I have to. Right. Um, now, speaking of the plain pack packaging on cigars um i think at this point i don't know if it will affect sales um from catalogs uh i mean really it's probably just going to turn into a list of brands no. yeah and Let's, yeah you know it, there's that's really a tough question to answer okay mm-hmm. here, here's here's a simple answer if you go to denny's you have pictures moons over miami but if you go to a, a maybe a fancier restaurant, anything might be fancier, and it just says Moons Over Miami, you can read it, you know what it is, you know what you're getting. Yep. Mm-hmm. Let's get away from the childish thing. Packaging is nice, it's beautiful. I hope it doesn't change because that adds to the experience, but it's not going to change the, the catalog. Yeah, no, I didn't think so. It might, it might change some aspects. It might change their sales on the, on the catalog of the online company <clears throat> because they can't you know, display it or, or showcase it in a different way, make it, you know, adding colors and, and making it fancy, but... It won't change. Yeah, it shouldn't change the purchase. No, no, and it shouldn't. It shouldn't. But I don't yeah. know. We'll have to. We'll have to see oh, if we'll that see. happens yeah. when the bridge. Uh, when we come to that bridge. So yeah. thank you, Steve, for sending that in. Mm-hmm. And uh, now we do have uh, hate mail uh, okay. that was submitted to a woman named Sarah. Uh-huh. And uh, Dan actually has a, a written reply to this email mm. already. Oh boy, we're going to this one. Yeah, we're going to this one. All right. <laughs> so uh, it says, "Dear Ashholes." What is your refund policy? I would like to exchange last week's show for an hour of my life back. Yes. Yes, it sucked that bad. Lemieux was sorely missed. These guys couldn't stay on target, forgot to actually tell us what it tasted like, and didn't even thumbs up or down at the end of the show. Even Dan, who is normally a grounding stone for the show. You totally wrote this. No. no. Even Dan, who is normally a grounding stone for the show, was off his damn rocker. His, <laughs> his poem was awful. Just awful. He ev- even he was unable to breathe any life into the show last week. I haven't, s- I haven't seen suck that bad since the Falcons sucked in the Super Bowl. The show normally gets better. <laughs> the show normally gets better and better, but last week's made the Titanic tragedy look inviting. Wow. 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 Thank goodness Lemur, a.k.a. Tom Brady of the Ashholes, oh. is back. Maybe 
Just maybe I'm back. He'll, he'll drive you boys back to the end zone because last week you guys couldn't score if you had a billion dollars in a French whorehouse. <laughs> I take offense to that because they I even, may or may not have had relatives in a French whorehouse. They, they, even, they even miss telling us how the cigar tasted as well as thumbs up or down at the end of the show decision. Welcome back, Oliver. Please save our show, Sarah. God bless you, Sarah. That hat. I don't believe wow, you've this. You've got a fan. I don't, you've got a fan, I, Oliver. I don't believe this. Is a, I do, that is, that's too funny. This you know? is way too, No. Even I don't, if you had a billion dollars in a French whorehouse. <laughs> I mean, that, that was... I, I, don't, I don't think a person wrote this. I, that, that was... That was Are you saying Sarah's not a person? I'm saying yeah. Sarah's not a person. Because, I don't, it's, I don't, because it's Women's Day? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't think. You're opening a can of worms there. I, I do not think that this was uh, from a listener. Well. But you, I, you have I, a reply. I, 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 you know, read that. That was sent to to you mm-hmm. in the Ashles, and it was also sent personally to me. Oh, boy. And so I said, well, I better reply to this. So. <clears throat> was it was it sent to you in, like, that kidnapper no, it wasn't. It letter. wasn't set. You know, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was normal type. It wasn't some pasted together thing that was slid under my door. Right. For which I was very grateful. That would be. Yeah. That would be. That'd that be would scary. freak me out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, here is my reply, dear Sarah. I am so sorry that you feel you wasted your life watching our show last week. I will admit. We were off our A game. We did miss our bearded and plaid-loving friend, Oliver. Oh, thank you. Yep. Even Big Barry was not big enough to fill his shoes, and that's saying something. (laughs) Uh, I'm not surprised at all that you didn't like the poem I read, and I did say it was a bad poem, all right? I did say. I did say this is not a good poem, okay? I'll even go so far as to say that it is much worse than I remember it. It was not unlike that feeling I get these days if I watch a rerun of Knight Rider. Not nearly as good as you remember it. However, you apparently did miss that we did describe the taste of the cigar that we smoked on that episode. We said it tasted like soap. We said it tasted like earth and leather and cedar. We said it tasted very Cuban, that it was one-dimensional, that it was flat, that it was good but not great, not at all unlike how I felt about the show last week. But... What do you expect? What do you expect, Sarah, from live, unscripted, and totally unfiltered cigar radio? To quote the philosopher, the dread pirate Roberts, life is pain, Highness. Anyone who says different is selling something. We don't airbrush our comments or spray for breeze over the bad. You get what you get, and you will like it. So keep your shirt on. Stay calm and or light up a off. cigar. Or take it off. Or take it off. <clears throat> you want to say take Sorry, it off? no, go ahead. Yeah. Tom Brady had his sucky games this season, too, but he still won the Super Bowl. We, the Ashholes, are the Patriots of Cigar Radio. Last week may have left you feeling like it's 28-3 to in the third quarter, but this game is far from over. Damn. That so you said, you said we're, wow. the, we're the Patriots of, of what? Cigar, of radio. cigar Radio. So we're the most hated. Yes. Yeah. Right. That's good. Exactly. Good. Well, exactly. That, I'm that, not surprised so, we're getting hate mail. Yeah. The no, Patriots get I, I'm hate not mail. We get hate mail. We're like the Patriots. I've watched a couple episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I that no, that completely makes sense. All right. Totally makes sense, judging by all the freaking hate mail that we get. Uh, but, hey, you know what? Hate mail means you're doing it right? Yeah. Hate, hate mail yeah. means you're doing it right. Exactly. Yeah. I, I wish I was here for the Vigueros. Yeah. Not, not for it would change the show, but only because <laughs> you didn't miss I, I, liked, I liked the Vigueros. Because you have to look at it as a Cuban. That's a $5, $6 cigar. Yeah. That's a pretty damn good five six dollar cigar it's it's one it's a little one dimensional mm-hmm. um I, I i found it that it, it draws very easily it, it could have used a little more maybe tobacco but it was airy but mm-hmm. overall i mean the construction's there and it was a good stick yeah i mean it wasn't a total letdown but at no the same it just time, wasn't just, it just wasn't outstanding either i mean because i i'm just used to smoking things that actually have a blend to yeah. them yeah and, <laughs> actually have a blend you know Cuban cigars, I mean, you know, you smoke a Cuban cigar, they all taste incredibly similar to one another. And the reason for that is because, I mean, it's all puros. It's like a Nicaraguan puro. Yeah, you'll have different regions, but they all generally taste very similar to Mm -hmm. each other. And the same goes for Cuban tobacco and Cuban cigars. And it's just I want something that has a little more complexity. 
you know. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. So, <sighs> Sarah, there you go. You want to argue that over dinner, that's fine. But other than that, over that's my dinner. reply. Sure. You going to take her out? No, she can take me out. Oh, there you go. Get that's her to right. pay. That's right. Yep. Oh, speaking of which, it's, uh, what is it, National Women's Day? It is. Well, what so is I, that? I don't know. But I'd like to thank all the women that watch this show. There are some. Because we do have a couple. We do, yes. Believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have your friend Michelle, who's yes. a surfer, surfer yes. chick, and she travels the world, so yes. I'm sure she's listening. So we'd like to She is. Thank she her. says if uh, your girlfriend can't drive a stick, maybe she's playing for the other team. What if, yeah. she's, what if she's already oh. playing? Wait a second. <laughs> well, I, what if she's I already be... playing for the other team and she can't drive stick? Well, if she Can was... Sarah drive stick? I would have to ask. I would. I don't I, know. I, I don't think... know the answer to that question. I think that <coughs> we've never if, discussed if, whether Sarah could drive stick. If my girlfriend could drive <laughs> stick, like a, a regardless, bro, regardless, the Asylum Thirteen <laughs> Ogre Lancero. <laughs> moving on, moving, moving right on. Um, I'm, I'm uh, towards the end. I'm, I'm at the last quarter. I'm going to go little, little, uh, little New Hampshire on this. Little Vermont, mm-hmm. little Whole Foods because I'm getting very vegetal. Getting some kale. You're getting kale. It, yeah, little, yeah. You're getting kale. I'm, I'm getting kale. On the back, kale. it's a little, little, and I hate saying bitter because it's, to some people that sounds negative, but it's not because you should like bitter things too. But a little bitter, it's like a little, little kale. It's a heavy, rich, dark green leaf. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, well, I'm liter. Well, look at our. <laughs> yeah, my hey, you made you made some you made some progress. They're I made four progress. inches away. Yeah, yeah. I'm four inches away from the end of the cigar where Oliver is. But yeah, I can uh, I can understand where a bitter flavor would be pleasurable. Um, <laughs> think of IPAs. Mm-hmm. People love IPAs. Yep. yep. People love that bitter flavor. Exactly. Yep. Personally, I'm not a fan of IPAs. I'm not a fan of bitter flavors. I like something more savory, a little mm-hmm. sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a bourbon as opposed to a whiskey guy, even though mm-hmm. they're kind of the same thing. But we're not going to get into that right now because this is a one-hour show about cigars and not whiskey. Yep. Um, yep. But, yeah, I mean, at this point right now, I'm probably inching towards the halfway point. I'm still getting that kind of <laughs> mellow, mellow kind of <laughs> still caramel, and I'm starting to pick up a little Green. bit of that licoricey yeah. flavor that Oliver was talking about. Oh, you got that? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, now it's just starting to pick up because yeah. I mean, you smoked that thing freaking like wicked fast. Uh, yeah. Well, so. I'm I'm picking up that veggie, that veginess. Yeah. I've I've got that, and that that bitter. Um, that bitter and it does it like goes all across my tongue and a little bit actually down into here yeah i mean it's it's uh but it isn't it isn't it isn't like a oh this it's is not bad. a negative it's no not it's a not negative a negative thing it's, it's just that's that's the that's flavor yeah, yeah. That you're picking up and it's good mm-hmm. and it, it was nice that the the lancero on this one because i noticed that the asylum 13 didn't change as much as this the sorry the asylum 13 ogre seven by 70 I didn't feel it changed as much as this Lancero. Yeah. As I don't I think I've truck. tasted any uh, Asylum that has changed as much as this. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, this uh, is, yeah, this I mean, is the, the, uh, you know, the, the black pepper, the white pepper, that's pretty much all gone. Right. Essentially. Yeah. I would, I'd have to agree with that. Pepper. Overall, overall, great flavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, complex cigar mm-hmm. for a Lancero. Um, for nice. around eight bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't even buy them anymore. Which mm. kind of sucks, because if we could, I would have bought more. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, I mean, overall, overall, a nice, a nice little cigar. When you say you can't buy them, we, we, we two guys has it at Nashua. Not the Lancero. No, no, they did. Real? Do yeah. they? Uh, yeah, they I, do. Yep. They really, do. they do. Okay, yeah. well, yeah, then we I'm still wrong. have them, and we have more coming. I'm sure. Good. Well, I mean, you oh, can. Uh, if anyone wants to buy these cigars, they can hop over at uh, twoguyscigars.com, and that's the number twoguyscigars.com. They can, you guys can pick this cigar up for uh, for yourself, and mm-hmm. you can try the 770 if you're really feeling adventurous. Uh, I'm not right now. I'm okay. all set with that right now. But yeah, nice, great flavor. Get mm-hmm. after it. Get after it, bro. When, when you grab that seventy by seventy, you gotta yeah. have. Yeah, you, you gotta have some time. You yep. gotta, you gotta feel it. It's gonna, it's gonna knock your dick in the dirt too. Oh it's got yeah, some, it's got some. It's got some someone, someone spent some time in wow. Texas, yeah. huh? <laughs> Is that wow. where you heard that one? No, no that's uh, I don't know where I got that one. Scott Weeks, Scott Weeks of uh, Recluse. He says that all the time. 
It's not so strong it'll knock your dick in the dirt, but <laughs> it'll put some hair on your chest. I've totally heard that before from him. Fantastic uh, mm-hmm. saying there. But uh, anyway, the the guys from the Cigar Authority are back from Cuba. Mm-hmm. They went to the Habanos Festival this past right. week. Right. Uh, d- uh, Dave and Jonathan, along with uh, Jessica, they all took a trip down there for the first time. It was Dave's second time, but they uh, they toured the island and uh, they saw what everything was all about. They went to some factories. I know they saw Cohiba, mm-hmm. the Cohiba factory, which is which uh, not everybody cool. sees. No, 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 that's real. That's kind a very of, rare tour. Yeah, that's like you're you're exclusive. You're in the know. Yes. Yep. yep. And that was due to Nelson. Alfonso, yes, yep. give him credit of Atabay and Byron. Of Atabay and Byron, yeah, yep. yep. They all have ties down he is, there. Yeah, he has ties. Yes, yeah. That guy, he is, he is so he's he's connected. Yeah. Very, he's an in- influential guy yeah. when mm-hmm. it comes to cigars. So humble though. Oh yeah, for a guy because when I mean we've all you've met him, mm-hmm. right? You've seen him. so for a guy that is that well connected and that um, immersed in the cigar industry, kind of behind you know I always call him he's like Oz. He's the guy behind the curtain. Nobody mm-hmm. knows, but he's he's running he's running the show. Mm-hmm. But for a guy that that is that well connected, knows so much, he is so humble. Yeah, that's such awesome. a, such a great great spirit, great dude. So, what's the final thoughts on this cigar here? Thumbs up. Down, so yeah, side, final side. thoughts. Thumbs up. I'm going uh, thumbs up for for me. Uh, that's a big asshole. Thumb up. Uh, I would uh, I would definitely smoke this again. I would go the same. Big thumb up for me. This was great. And even though our viewers cannot see me, I'm going to go ahead and give it a thumbs up as well. So we get three thumbs up from the Ashholes. Very nice. So that's a that's an A+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Very, very pleasing cigar for a Lancero. And mm-hmm. I love them. Love Lanceros. For Lancero and, and a barber pole that yeah. isn't, isn't yeah. a typical right. cigar for people to smoke. No. Right. No. But you should you should experience it because that, you know, there are some Candelas that are, that are great. It's not an every, right. everyday thing, right. but it's a, it's a nice change. For yeah, sure. mm-hmm. one of uh, one of my uh, one of my favorite candelas is the Cro Magnon from Morian. Yeah, yeah I love that. Very good cigar coming from Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skip Martin, Michael Rosales, they did a great job on that, and they should be coming out again uh, very very soon because it is coming up on St. Patrick's Day, right? And that is uh, that's kind of the tradition in uh, the Rapidly cigar industry. Yep. yep, wrap those cigars in green wrappers and watch them fly. People mm-hmm. love 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 that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but next week, we are going to be smoking another cigar yes. by a gentleman who is rather famous in uh, the sports world. Yeah. And this one's coming from David Ortiz. Ooh. Big Poppy. The, the Big, big Poppy. poppy. El Artiste. Yep. El Artista. El Artista. Tabacalera El Artista. Right? Yeah. Or is it La Artista? Yeah, it's El Artista. El Artista. All these Spanish but there's, pronouns. There's another humble dude because he came. He was here Friday, mm-hmm. yep. signing boxes. But he was in the middle of signing stuff. You know, so gracious with everybody coming yep. in, so humble. I mean, for a guy that is is beyond. Um, yeah, David. Was I mean, awesome. really beyond. I, I, I'm not starstruck, but he's. I mean, he really is beyond life. I yeah. mean, that's David. Uh, you yeah. know, David Ortiz, and he does yeah. so much for charities and, mm-hmm. and helping out and. Um, he could just kind of fade away and not do anything, just concentrate on, on himself. But right. he's doing a lot. Yep. And yeah. it's a great cigar. It's a good stick. Well, we're going to learn a little bit more next week. We're going to learn a little bit more about it. Yep. It's a great stick. You yep. look forward to that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, no, he was a great guy. I had a chance to talk to him for a little bit. And uh, the guys from the Cigar Authority, Barry and Chuck, they uh, got an interview. Inter- interview. Yeah. They yep. got a 12-minute interview exclusive with David Ortiz. And you can actually find that on last week's episode. Yep. You can find them yep. on uh, uh, the CigarAuthority.com, also on Podbean and iTunes, just like us. Yep. Um, and uh, you can go ahead and listen to that there. Very, yep. uh, very much of a wealth of information. Awesome. And if you got a little tickle in your britches, you can pick up his wine, too. Arius. Mm. Yeah, he makes yeah. a wine as well. Yeah, he's a very, he's an entrepreneurial and, and, guy. Yeah, and I don't want to say I, I mean I don't want to overstep this, but I know a lot of the things and the projects that he does and he's involved with proceeds a lot of some of the proceeds go to children in the Dominican, but also helping out New England. Yep. he's a I mean, he he said it when he was here. New England has been his his family, his home, and yep. we've embraced him. Yep. as a, you know as a region, and um, he, he's just doing a lot to give back. 
Yeah, so. he's he's like family to guys around here. All mm-hmm. of us. I'm burning my fingers. Yep, me there you too. Go. So that uh, I guess would signal the end of the show, I mm-hmm. suppose. But don't forget. Guys, check us out on theashholes.net, and you can also find us on iTunes, Podbean, YouTube, Facebook Live, and Twitter, and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Just search the handle at Ashholes Radio, and you'll find us there. Uh, and we will be catching you next week, where we'll be smoking Big Poppy David Ortiz's cigar. And as always, we would like to invite you guys to keep those cigars smoking. 